Editor's Note, This episode is Megal 8. The hard drive this was on got corrupted. And I was able to recover it but it took time and thus I didn't have time to edit. So this is mostly a raw episode with no intro music or anything. Honestly debate at doing this editor's note intro. Hello and welcome to Too Young for This Hit, where... It's, uh, it's Too Young for This Trek, wrong file. Oh, uh, Too wrong Young for This Trek, damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, I, I'm not here currently, uh, apparently. <laughs> uh, yes, Too Young for This Trek. Uh, so... Today we're going to be watching, uh, well, it's really weird because last week there wasn't much, and then this week we have Discovery, uh, and Picard starting up. So, we we might touch on Picard a little bit, but we're mostly going to be talking about Discovery's Season 4, Episode 11, Rosetta. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's just uh, me and MC again. I, I'm Tyler, if yeah. you're new. I, I guess up top, because um, I, I don't think we're going to talk about Picard that much, because we're going to save that all for uh, one big episode once it wraps. But not, non-spoiler review, I liked it. You? Yeah, I, I really liked it. I There was a few really good things that we saw happen in just the first episode and it i i also saw at the end what they're going for so uh i think it's going to be an interesting season yeah me too yeah we'll, we'll talk more about it at the end there's like maybe like one little scene that i didn't like and then i also thought it was funny so that made me kind of like it but it's like stupid but i liked it <laughs> Okay. Which I think most Star Trek that's good is stupid. So, it was perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, back to Star Trek Discovery Season 4, Episode 11, Rosetta. Yeah, there's more to talk about than last week, but I, st- I feel like they definitely could have combined uh, last week's episode with this week, and it yeah. would have been okay. And like more evidence for that is the fact that we can just accept that uh, Book and Tarka made it through the barrier, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> They they just got that same shield upgrade and then yeah. they got there. Yeah, they just they're there, and they're they're trying to attach themselves to the hull of Discovery so they can sneak through the next lot of problems. Yeah, the the weird thing about that is they have to get onto the ship, which sounds like it would be harder to do than it is because like they just do it. Yeah, like I would assume like the Discovery has like. I don't know, do, do they not just keep, like, some kind of, like, minimum shield up all the time? Is Taka just that smart, but, like, can he just get around shields because he's... I, I guess so. Like, yeah. Because he says he's he did something to hide their biometrics from Zoro, who, at one point, I'm almost positive he calls Zoro. <laughs> but I don't know if that was just, like, a weird pronunciation thing or if he actually said Zoro, but it sounded like it. <laughs> Fair enough. I've been watching One Piece, so. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah. That, how far are you in? Uh, like 30-something episodes. Not not far at all, considering there's a thousand, but. Yeah. They're like 36. You're already, yeah, you're like a fair way in now. 
Yeah, Sanji just, uh, like, officially joined the crew. Yep, you're hooked. Yeah, weirdly. So, okay, we're going to sidetrack and review One Piece for a second. The first episode (laughs) is the worst episode I've seen so far. Yeah. I I watched the first episode and didn't touch the show again for, like, three months. And then now I'm in it. (laughs) Yeah. Happens. So, yeah, just, like, power through, like, the first two episodes, and it's good. It Like, with Naruto, like, man, ugh, like, the first, first like, full arc was a struggle to get through. And then it's really good. <laughs> the, the one with the whole, like, fight for that bridge. Yeah. I thought that was, like, that was rough. But, yeah, well, One Piece is a lot faster. Yeah, I, I like that Luffy's just a stretchy rubber man. It's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it does get very silly, but also... There's a lot of awesome things. I like how we joked about doing this last week. Last week, week and now we're just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was after the recording last week. We are like, yeah, we should have just completely started talking about One Piece halfway through. Because <laughs> the, like, nothing happened last, last week's episode. <sighs> uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll try to refocus. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh so so yeah so uh book and tarka they're trying to get onto the discovery and like implant something into the computer or something so that they can hide bookship onto the discovery so that when michael eventually figures out how to get through like the shields into the tensies world or whatever um they can just like piggyback in there yeah at which point they find the power supply for the dma blow it up and a gtfo but uh book has a meeting with the earth's representative who's on the ship the general mm-hmm. and she convinces him that if they can peacefully talk it out that they won't do anything yeah but the problem with that is book came to that agreement with michael about the uh dma and then tarka just blew it up anyways so is book gonna like actually be able to take control of the situation yeah especially because of what happens at the end of this episode with them where um tarka gets caught by uh jet reno and then jet reno's kidnapped by Tarka back to book ship. I, I really dislike that. I don't know about you, but like when we met Jet Reno back in uh, season two, she was like a badass. You know, like she survived in that like wreck ship by herself for who knows how long. She had like all kinds of like home alone booby traps. Yeah. So just the idea that she got the jump on him, but then somehow. Yeah, they don't. They don't show it because it doesn't make sense. Like yeah. they they could they obviously couldn't think of a way for that scene to play out, so they're just like it, it happened. <laughs> but yeah, I I think Jet Reno would have done something. She would have like tasered him or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like I think she funny. just made like a hot drink. She would have yeah. like thrown it in his face. Like she would have done something. So, but that was disappointing. But yeah, I, I guess while talking about disappointments, I'll talk about the other thing. I was disappointed in. This is what? This is this the third this is the fourth episode after the break, right? Yeah, fourth. Uh how many times have we seen Grudge? Not once. Not once. 
And like Book is on the Discovery where his beloved cat is and nothing. Like I felt like yeah. th- there could have been something there. Like I maybe instead of um Tarka getting caught, like maybe Book gets caught because like Grudge knocks something over, you know how cats do. Like he yeah. just happens to I don't know, he has to go by Michael's quarters for some reason and Grudge is there, makes some noise. I don't know. They they could have did something. Star Trek needs to stop putting animals into their shows because they do nothing with them. Like <laughs> Picard and his damn dog that disappeared after the first episode of Picard, but he's back in the first episode of the second season of Picard. <laughs> but uh, I kind of think it's disappeared again. Yeah, yeah, he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Until the third season. <laughs> Uh, yeah so that's basically book and tarka stuff right <laughs> yeah pretty much i kind of think it's weird that book's still working with tarka after uh the whole dma event yeah it you would really think that book would have been like no i'm gonna hand you over and but tarka's like got some weird charismatic pull to him i guess that yeah book is just going along with yeah, it's it's it crazy though because like he essentially betrayed him you know and then it also didn't work out like it would be one thing if he betrayed him and it worked out you know he could he'd be like okay i guess you were right but he was wrong so why trust him again yeah i don't uh, i don't understand what's going on with them right now and their dynamic especially with how he has betrayed him and he's not treating him like that and he just sort of acts shocked when Jet Reno's on his ship. But Taka literally, like, fired on the Discovery and blew up the thing without his permission or acceptance mm-hmm. of, like, the deals that Booker's made. Like, of course he's going to kidnap someone. Yeah, it's definitely not out of character for Taka, I don't think. There's that one funny scene where they're beaming over and a uh, book is like crouched because he knows he's going to beam into a Jeffrey's tube, but he doesn't tell Tarka that he's going to beam into a, a Jeffrey's tube. And Tarka's <laughs> like, what's this? Some kind of like Quajon thing? And book responds, no, I just like to have a torso. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that also seems like if... <laughs> If Book wanted to keep him as an ally, he probably would have told him, like, we're going to beam into a Jeffrey's tube, so you might want to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. But, so, I, I don't know. They've got some stuff going on between them. <laughs> uh, I, I like how, as soon as he says that, he, like, checks his hair because he's afraid that his hair's been cut off. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I know he bumps his head because he, like, immediately, I guess, tries to stand up. <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty good uh so the other thing that's happening is uh michael saru colber and um detmer uh they're down on the ten seas homeworld trying to find stuff of like cultural value so they can kind of figure out how they communicate hence the name of this episode rosetta yeah and so they do. They they find some yeah. stuff. <laughs> they find some powder. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> uh 
hydrocarbons. Yeah. That's what that, yeah, yeah. Complex hydrocarbons that express emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's apparently uh, whatever chemical compound it's made of is extremely different from anything they've ever encountered because it uh, it's able to bypass the uh, pro- programmable matter filters on their suits. Yeah. yeah. Although they figure that out real quick and fix it. Yeah, so I guess it's just like they have like a certain uh, number, I don't know, like the the filters program for everything they can conceive of and this was just yeah. something like a little outside the box because i know some people were complaining online about the suits being like completely useless if you know they go somewhere with some unknown unknown like poisonous substance and they die because like you know every time they go to a planet they're going to encounter something different but i think it just must be something they, they specifically said if it was something that was like different enough you know so i feel like most scenarios they're probably pretty good but yeah i don't know it's a plot device it is what it is <laughs> yeah and, and then they disable it again when they find the alien nursery yeah and then once they like analyze that and get it back to the ship they find like 16 different variations of it on the planet and I, i'm curious what all 16 emotions they found were I kind of think it would have been more fun if they each found, like, a different powder. You mean instead of everyone getting hit with the fear powder? Yeah, the the fear toxin from Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they got Scarecrow fear toxin. Like, what if one of them found, like, a horny one? <laughs> of uh. course, this show would bring that up. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'm just imagining if, like... They don't know what's going on, and they just get, like, Saru back to the ship after he's, like, found the, the horny powder, and, like, he's really coming on to Tarina then, and she's into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe they're saving that plot device for next episode. Maybe they just found, like, some new drugs, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, Culber, the one in the nursery that they found, yeah, it was, like, the feeling of love, I think, or peace, something like that. Uh, peace, love, and safety. Yeah, and so, like, he was really into that one. Like, he just wanted to keep filling it, which is, that sounds very much like a drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also a way to stop feeling the own, uh, like, the overwhelming anxiety he must be feeling in yeah. his position as well. And I think getting away from that for a moment or two is also something that he would seek mm-hmm. but it's also that's why people do drugs yeah because <laughs> they just want to feel good for a little bit so um yeah what if this isn't something their bodies produce but this is just drugs that these people have it's, i mean i don't know i mean maybe they I mean, com- they communicate yeah. by just like blowing cocaine in each other's faces or like so <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm guessing you haven't seen doctor who um i've seen uh like the new doctor who up until yeah. i think i saw halfway through like matt smith's okay then you have seen that episode uh with david tennant i i've seen all of david tennant so i'm sure yeah. but i don't remember uh it's the one where they 
people are actually have emotions that are drugs and they just like have stickers that they stick on their neck <laughs> and I, it's called like smile and other stuff like i don't it's remember actually that. yeah I, i'm sure i saw it though because I, I i know i yeah. saw all of david Tennant's except for uh, was it like a movie that they came back with like all of the oh, doctors yeah. that were alive? I um, didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh I can think of like a couple of small things that I wanted to talk about, such as when they're in the shuttle going to uh the Tennessee's home world, Culver says something like something happens and they're like, Oh, glad he's like, glad to know that the laws of physics work outside of our galaxy. And I'm just like, you guys have been to other universes. Like, <laughs> they work there. Like, why would you even suspect that outside of your galaxy, it'd be different? <laughs> it's so weird that Star Trek, like, went to other universes before going outside the galaxy. Yeah. And they do it more frequently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but there, there's a lot of cool things uh, that... Uh, they mention about the planet, like it's had heavy impacts, and isn't it something like a gas giant or something? Yeah, it used to be a gas layers. giant. Yeah, and I, I think now all that's left is like the core, which like yeah. I, I know Jupiter is supposed to have like a rocky core, like roughly the size of Earth inside of it. So I think it's something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I guess the planet was like destroyed a thousand-ish years ago. Yeah, that's what that was saying. Yeah, and we get to see uh, some bones of the Tensi, and they're apparently massive. So that that oh, made yeah. me excited for them. And then in the nursery, I swear you see like some tentacles. It could have been like horns, but it was it was something that definitely gave off some like these aliens are going to be pretty weird looking. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm excited to finally see them. Uh, there was also some weird stuff in the fear. Yeah, I couldn't uh, really make out much of it. Well, like, was yeah. there anything you could really tell? No, it, it it was just like a big black blob that was sort of waving limbs or something. And it was like sort of yellow. Because I guess that's what everyone pictures when they hear gas giant. <laughs> Um, that one guy from the start of last week's episode, uh, that was laughing at, uh, Kovic's bad joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's back. And he's, yeah, he's weird. (laughs) He is weird because there's, uh, right before they go down to the planet, there's a meeting of, uh, like all the heads of state or representatives yep, that there's a there's to. a ferengi there and i thought he was kind of tall for a ferengi i don't know if you noticed that uh i didn't he's uh, like the same height as like everyone else and like ferengi are normally pretty short right uh i'm not sure but they tend to be on the shorter side compared to like some other races anyways as you were saying <laughs> uh i can't remember now <laughs> uh, you were talking oh, about like all the like uh representatives were like meeting to see the uh, oh yeah crew off. uh yeah and, and everyone was like trying to give him like a little pep talk like hope you find something that's going to be useful and, and he's like yeah don't waste our time essentially 
Yeah, he's like, like it was. He's like, don't fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was in college, I, I had like a biology lab I had to take, and the like uh, teaching assistant who ran the lab. Every time he would give us a test, he would like mouth to like me and my friend, "Don't fuck up." <laughs> Good times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah um he everyone else was like kind of like encouraging <laughs> like hey this could help us let let's hope there's something down there for us uh and that that the federation president was a bit worried about sending down michael Ansaru. uh i guess for the sake of the mission, like, if someone got badly injured or everyone got badly injured... Or like, someone inhaled some drugs that made them not themselves. Yeah, hallucinate, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they had to stay down on the planet, or uh, the next episode would be uh, the Naked Future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that... That could have been uh, it fun. It still might be. It could be, because, like, I mean, they had to bring those suits back, and, I mean, unless they're going to be wearing those suits around, like... I mean, also because they got the samples of all those hydrocarbons, and we don't know what all of those emotions are yet, so, um, who's to say that some of it doesn't get passed around the ship? Yeah, I mean, Tarka, what if Tarka just, like hop back on the ship because he can do that and like put it in the ventilation system yeah yeah so he could distract everyone so he could do something else who knows because he seems to be somewhat amoral yeah he doesn't really seem to care what happens to anyone as long as he gets what he wants there's also there's discussion of so now they potentially have a way to like have some kind of uh like a pass some kind of information back and forth between them and the 10 c uh so there is the question of so if we're able to tell them what's happening who's to say that one they didn't already know and two they just don't care um yeah you know like they've like, had like this traumatic thing happen to them they it clearly caused them to like wall themselves off so like how do we know they're not just like comfortable where they are and just don't want to deal with the outside world yeah what what if they don't care that their mining machine is killing billions of people and it's it's maybe a metaphor about something something about walls something about uh fighting wars over oil but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, um, do you have any other thoughts from the episode itself? I, I have like some questions about what you expect to see in the next. Do we have, we have two episodes left, right? This was eleven, so we got twelve and thirteen. Yeah, yeah, we got two episodes left. Yeah. Well, they're obviously going to contact the 10c at some point 
but will it be next episode or the episode after? Because they still got to get through the barrier that's yeah. blocking them off. I'm thinking next episode definitely has to be them figuring out how to get through the barrier. And, and then, maybe at the end of it, they, like, see them or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, the the weird guy. I wanted to talk about him with uh, the scene where he's doing a crossword puzzle. Yeah. And the president's, like, you know, messing with him or whatever. I feel like that was a very missed opportunity to make it. They, they could have made it Wordle, and it would have been funnier. Because, like, <laughs> uh, so they, they did that. The whole, like, midseason break was unplanned because, like, I think they kind of got behind on uh, some of the special effects and editing. Like, I, I, <laughs> I heard, like, a week ago they just finished, like, the final cut of the last episode and they still have to finish some special effects. <laughs> so, oh. like, they're, like, working up to, like, the last minute that. on this yeah so yeah. like they could have totally like wordle was a thing long enough ago that they could have made it wordle and it would have been hilarious a lot funnier than a crossword puzzle uh <laughs> the, the only thing that would have been wrong with that is obligation is a 10 letter word not a five letter word yeah they could have found something i'm sure they could have found it the thesaurus and they could have made something happen <laughs> they they would have had to have reshot the scene else um, no. Oh, I was gonna say they could have. They could have probably ADR'd it. Like they could have just like had them speak when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess it it, it might have not been a big thing back when they first shot it. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't because they shot this over the summer, and I yeah. don't think wordle existed until like maybe october and then no one cared about it until like january of this year (laughs) yeah pretty much and then everyone was posting the wordle yeah and now there's every kind of spinoff you can imagine there was a trek one i tried it once and the word was space i was like cool it's definitely like a trek word (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so Let's see. Do you think next episode is going to take them the whole episode to get through the barrier? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> we're going to be seeing uh, Jet Reno trying to escape the clutches of Tarka. And, and, and Book's going to be like, do, do I help her or do I help Tarka? I got to save all the people. Oh, no. Yeah. And the yes. Book's going to kill her. No, I I, so. I, I, can't uh, I think he would. He's more likely to take her side than Tarkas at this point. Yeah, I don't, that would suck ass. Cause like they're like they're like two of my favorite characters. I really like Book, and I still like Book, but they just uh, they're making him do stupid things this season, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, do you you think the Tinsi are still alive? I think maybe they're holding on, like, or maybe they've recently been wiped out uh, for some reason. I I hope they're still alive. I think it'd be more interesting. Yeah? Yeah. 
I want to see one of those weird creatures that we just saw the bones of. I want to see like the fully realized version of it. And I want to see it like moving and stuff. That'd be cool. So that, that would be cool. Um, one... Especially if there's another gas giant. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we don't well, know what's no. on the other side of the barrier. No. Um, so like a popular theory I've heard is that at the end of season four, Discovery is going to get trapped outside of the galaxy and that season five is going to deal with them trying to get back. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it depends. Like, is it going to be them like skirting the edge until they find, uh, a thing or are they going to be off in this like emptiness and we get like contained episodes like <laughs> of like like old trek where you would have like monster of the week or whatever uh, i was just thinking uh since there's like less stuff out here it's just like every week it's like um if you've ever been on a cruise it's like the days when you don't go ashore and you're just out at sea and kind of nothing happens you drink a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but they've got a bar (laughs) yeah i i don't know i mean they could obviously come up with something but i don't know how much there is to do outside of the galaxy unless i go to a different galaxy yeah which could be cool but then at the same time, I mean, I don't, it's kind of weird that they're this far in the future and they haven't made much effort to go outside of the galaxy to this point. Because it wasn't that hard for them to get out, you know, if they really wanted to explore. I mean, maybe, uh, well, part of it would have had to have been the burn. Um, True. But I mean, that happened just like getting... 70 years ago uh, or something. Or... Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like in that the last long ago. hundred years, yeah. yeah. But I mean, even then, like, if there's still places to explore in our own galaxy, why wouldn't they still be? Because they 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 would want to get around our galaxy first. I mean, there's places to still explore on the Earth, and we're looking outside of the Earth. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's right. You would think at least one person would have tried it. Yeah. I mean, you've got people trying to go to other universes, like Tarka and his friend made a device (laughs) to go to another universe before anyone had been outside the galaxy for, like, any meaningful amount of time. I assume. I mean, yeah, but the multiverse is well established in Star Trek Futures. Yeah. It just seems crazy to me to have, like, this whole alternate universe stuff before they have extra galactic stuff. I don't know. It's it's still crazy to me that the the Mycelian network goes to other universes, but not outside the galaxy. (laughs) It... (laughs) <laughs> is. It, it, it's like everywhere in space but only in our specific area of space yeah i it's guess so really weird 
Yeah, I don't know. It's um, I kind of like that they don't have the spore drive to lean on right now. It, it shakes things up a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, that could, like, get them... They could probably just go on the other side of the barrier with the spore drive if it was working. True. So. But, yep, that, that's all I've got for uh, for Discovery Talk. Uh, Troy has watched Episode 5, so sometime in May he should be caught up. <laughs> um, I, I think Eric's going to be back next week. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I really hope we can convince Troy, regardless of how much he's seen, to come back for the finale. But Troy doesn't like skipping things for some reason. Um. So, yeah. I guess if you haven't seen Star Trek Picard, um, the, like any of it, or the first episode of the second season at least, like probably leave at this point um we'll be back next week with episode 12 whatever it's called (laughs) (laughs) and yeah you can uh join our discord all of that uh links in the show note um yep that's it uh picard time yeah uh i was very surprised where this picked up because the last season we ended with everyone on the so the La Serena, yeah, the mermaid, the um, mermaid, yeah, like it ended. It looked like they're about to take off and like do some missions, like you know, do some Hell just yeah. fun the, stuff. And the then Brooks in the galaxy, uh, wandering around doing good. Yep, but... and then turns out they all went to like earth and join starfleet (laughs) yeah (laughs) because everyone everyone except for um seven is in starfleet now yeah uh picard is admiral picard again um uh captain rios is captain rios and uh seven has his ship yep and she's combined all of his hollows into one one um yeah and then uh gosh su what is her name suji su- uh soji yeah. soji soji yeah. yeah she's like i don't know like an ambassador or something like i don't know if she's actually part of starfleet or she's just like uh, working with them i think she's working with starfleet uh and she is an ambassador for her race, which is the um, uh, synthetics. Syn- yeah, the synthetics. Yeah, and then um, uh, I'm forgetting people's names. Uh, what is I, I know the actress's name? Uh, Allison Pill. What's her character's name? Uh, oh, I want to say Reed, but that's wrong. <laughs> well, um, I don't really know what she's doing. She was drunk, and she's not part of Starfleet. Uh, but no, and I. So her and Rios, I guess, were sort of dating at the end of the last season. Uh yeah, it seemed like. Yeah, and I they, now they definitely they definitely hooked up. Yeah, now I don't think so. No. 
Yeah, it seems like everyone's it, it, romance kind of fizzled out from the end of the last uh, season. Not really, because, um... Oh, what's her name? Now I'm forgetting names. Um, the commander. Rafi? Rafi, yeah. Yeah, um, like, are her and Seven still together? It didn't really seem like that, it. So, there's a short conversation between her and Picard where she's like, Oh, you know you two... You can mm-hmm. just be so independent and go out into space and whatnot. Like, that. It seems like they haven't talked in a little bit, but it seems like they might still be together. Yeah. Okay. And they ha- there's a like a. It's not an audio book. It's essentially an audio book, but there's like no like written book. Um, I forgot what it's called, but there's uh, one that came out on. Um, uh, what is. I'm forgetting everything. What's uh, Amazon's Audible? Audible, yeah. Audible has that, and it's a it's an audio drama. That's what they call it uh, about uh, Seven and Rafi. No clue oh, okay. what happens in it because it costs money. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a podcast and be free, but it's not. It's like twenty bucks, uh, or you can get it for free with an Audible subscription. I have an Audible subscription. I might check it out. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been a good opportunity for us to have had like an Audible sponsor. Because you could just sign up for that shit. And oh. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we, we forgot about um, Elnor. Uh, yeah, Elnor. Elnor he, is graduating. Cadet. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that pro- him being a cadet probably makes some people happy because a lot of people um, kind of feel like Star Trek writers often forget that Ensign's not the lowest rank. Yeah. So. And um, he he's the first full Romulan to graduate, it seems. Yeah, which, I don't know. It seems kind of weird to call him out, like, in the middle of everyone. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that happens. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's assigned to the same ship as Rafi. And, um, yeah, I really... Captain Reyes has the Stargazer. Yeah, which was apparently Picard's first ship, but it's a different ship. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I really wanted Eric to, like, record himself watching it, so that when he saw the Stargazer, we could have gotten that genuine excitement because you know when they see the outside shot and you see the four nacelles eric had to be so excited yeah yeah if you're just listening to us for the first time uh eric's horny for nacelles (laughs) 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 so yeah that's up his alley um yeah so what things uh what things got you really excited for uh this Uh, season the Borg queen yeah we don't see her face like she has like some kind of mask suit thing that looked pretty cool it's kind of like a a super dope iron man (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it, it was some weird covering that was actually made me think of like brainiac yeah yeah but yeah uh it it, it like was all over her head and you don't actually see her mm-hmm. uh, and then she starts stabbing all the consoles 
Yep, and she's stunning all the people. I... Yeah. Which uh, so this was the scene that I thought was both stupid and funny. So Rios's ship is just like armed to the tooth. Yeah. Everyone's whipping out their guns, like their phasers, whatever. And Rios is like telling them to stop shooting, and they will not stop shooting. Like <laughs> I, I thought it was stupid because, like, you know, like we see him looking like a super cool badass captain with a cigar. And then no one's listening to anything he says. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess th- that's how scared people are of the Borg. Yeah. But I still feel like, I don't know, the, the like Starfleet um, personnel should probably listen to the captain. Oh, yeah, that for disciplined. sure. When they say stop firing. Uh, yeah, because they're all just, like, they're not, uh, like, she's not firing on anyone that's not shooting at her you know yeah and she's not even killing them is yeah, she? she's not and well we only know that because seven says she's stunning them yeah but then also seven's like we just need to kill her yeah yeah but that's also because well she was a borg at one point yeah oh and i guess it's important to note that uh starfleet's like decked out all of their ships with borg tech yeah um but yeah and also like the borg say they want peace and they want they want to join the federation apparently yeah yep Uh, because they send article 15 to starfleet in their time rip that they open up in federation space (laughs) yep and then to get rid of that, um, Picard makes the ship self-destruct. And I'm almost positive. Was his password not all zeros and his name? Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure it was all zeros. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's like, you know, stereotypical old people passwords. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Then, um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, the the only other really big thing that we should talk about that happens in Picard is what happens at the end, where Q shows up. Yep. Um, I guess there's a couple of other things leading up to Q that are important to note, such as, um, his, like, Romulan assistant, um... Her husband apparently died a year or two ago, and she's ready to move on with Picard, but Picard's like, oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, we, uh, I mean, that is true. Like, he does seem to be afraid of love. Yeah. Oh, I, and I guess that's the other thing that we might want to get on is Guinan. Yeah. yeah. At 10 forward. Did you, did you say the name of the street? No, I didn't. <laughs> it, it, it's Forward Avenue. Oh, and the address yeah. was ten. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, I guess Guinan runs a bar. Yeah. I I thought the excuses ten. for uh, you know, seemingly immortal or long living people aging was interesting. Like, Guinan's just like, yeah. I don't want to make humans uncomfortable. 
<laughs> yeah. So she aged herself. Yeah. And then at the end, Q is just like, oh, you've aged more than I thought. Let me catch up. <laughs> yeah. It, and I thought that was a really neat, subtle CGI that they've done. Yeah, I, I thought he looked great as like a young Q. Yeah. I Granted, I haven't seen any of the Q episodes, so like I don't exactly know what he looked like when he was young, but seeing that effect i didn't notice that there was something off you know like it looked pretty good yeah and then he aged himself and it was just like perfect because it's like oh he's trying to make picard feel comfortable yeah um i wonder how much of gynan we're gonna get or do you think that was like it uh i'm not sure that there might be more Guinan, but it might have to wait until they go back in time. Yeah, I really, I don't know where this is going, because um, they, they, they blow up the ship, so... Yeah, I don't... and then they're all, all alive in an alternate universe where that doesn't seem to have happened... I guess I don't really know. Um, be- I guess we'll find out yeah, be- next time. Um, yeah, yeah. There's also this whole backstory that I don't know if this is uh, like new Picard backstory information about like his dad apparently being abusive and stuff. Um, <laughs> not really. That's not uh, new, or it is new. No, it's not new. Okay. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure if that was established or not. I I, I, I think it's, like, hinted at in a couple of episodes. Hmm. With his brother. No. Oh, yeah. I, doesn't he inherit uh, Chateau Picard from his brother or something? Yep. I kind of wish we were talking about Picard because, like, I I really enjoyed this episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's only ten so episodes, that, so I feel like it's going to be paced better. Yeah, it might actually be paced a lot better, and I feel like what we have planned, where we'll, we're going to have an episode dedicated to Picard mm-hmm. at the end of the season, and I think if we each choose like an episode from the season to talk about. That's like almost half the season that we've covered then. Yeah. Including this episode here. Yeah, man, I, I really like this episode. Like, um, I was a little down on how season one ended. I liked it up until the end. Yeah. Um, and they even acknowledged, uh, like, Guinan acknowledged that Picard's a synth. So. Yeah. Like, it was subtle. I don't know if we'll get more of that. I really hope we do. Because I feel like it's important, <laughs> even if he's supposed uh, to I, be like you know, like basically human. Like he's so like he's made so good. <laughs> uh, I really hope he starts doing like synth stuff, like just slightly above, not not just like someone his age, but like above like a healthy, <laughs> uh, like young adult person. Like he starts doing stuff that those people couldn't do backflip 
Oh, yeah. Like, he just starts <laughs> jumping over buildings and doing uh, calculations real fast and stuff. I- yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get it, though. But maybe, I mean, no. uh, there was, like, a mention that uh, Soji, like, I guess, like, while she, while she was talking so good is because she ha- got, like, a program, like a... Uh, I, I think she called it, like, a sub routine or something yeah yeah she was like uh and when i say she i'm talking about the character that we can't remember her name girardi <laughs> right yeah i can't remember i think it's girardi <laughs> anyways uh so yeah she says like oh one uh like s- speech subroutine and she's like blah 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 um yep yeah uh, I guess that one last thought on this. Uh, the first season seemed to be like really down on Starfleet. Like, you know, like Starfleet yeah. was like shady and like did some bad things. This season seems to be more positive looking on Starfleet with everybody rejoining. Or, or like they're trying to change Starfleet from within this time. Yeah, maybe. Right, rather than from without. It, it's really weird. But there's still, like, this sort of Borg hatred undertone that's happening yeah, in this season. Yeah, like, people look at Seven weird and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I really like the episode. Yeah, did you? I was trying to think if there's anything else to talk about. I mean, there's the um, synth at the end that's, like, one of the ones that blew up Mars. Yeah. And Earth having some sort of force field over it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's more things we'll learn about as it goes In on. In the next episode, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think Elnor will meet a cat? I hope so. I hope... <laughs> Maybe in... they're saving that for season three. Oh my god. He better get to see a cat at some point. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And I hope he's excited about it. I hope it's not just like some casual encounter with a cat. He's... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he can meet a cat person. That'd be weird. He adopts a cat. Person. <laughs> uh, yeah. or we find out he's allergic to cats that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> that'd also be good yeah um hmm. i think that's all for this yeah I, i'm just trying to think if there's anything else there but i don't think so i think we talked about picard no. almost just as much as we talked about discovery um so yeah like i said uh you can join our discord even though we're not talking about picard week to week here we will be talking about it in the discord for sure so probably more than we do for like discovery because we won't be talking about it week to week so yeah we'll probably talk about it for like two more weeks because we're doing these discovery episodes anyway so we'll see (laughs) uh but yeah join the discord follow us on the twitters and stuff and um where are we beaming to 
uh, I guess, to the outer edge of that weird bubble. <laughs> I feel like we've been beaming there for weeks. Yeah. I think this is it, though. I think this time we're getting there. Yeah. All right. We're finally at the edge of it. <laughs> uh, two to beam out. Are you nostalgic for a simpler time? A time where controllers didn't have so many buttons. A time where games weren't so overly complicated by so many plot devices. Yeah. Me too. I miss my NES. Hi. <laughs> I'm Bill, and I absolutely love old video games. But I didn't have anyone to play with. So I decided to start the Super Switch Club. That's right, a podcast dedicated to discussing and reliving the nostalgia of retro video games that are also on the Nintendo Online Virtual Library. Each week, my friends and I will discuss games from the NES to the SNES. Games like Super Mario World, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Donkey Kong Country, The Legend of Zelda, Super Metroid, Balloon Fight, Punch Out, A Link to the Past, F-Zero, and so much more. The Super Switch Club is a podcasters assemble style show from the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network, where we'll be replaying and discussing some of our favorite video games from our childhood. So join us on the Super Switch Club, where you can relive the nostalgia of tearing your hair out over an NES game that loves to troll the shit out of you. Best of all, you can too. Head on over to probablywork.com slash superswitchclub now to learn more. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.